life changes and so can you. And I want to repeat that. Life changes and so can you. I don't know if you know, but English is my third language. You know, English is definitely not my first. It's my third. I mean, it's possible. I really want your listeners to realize that if you want something, you can achieve it. Nice to have you back here on my Fluent Podcast, where we try to reach our goal to become fluent in any language. And by the way, my main focus is English. I am Daniel, the host of this show. And in this episode, you are about to hear Rachel Smith, a very motivated language learner. Frankly, <laughs> I first thought her mother tongue was English, but I was mistaken. So there are several reasons why I thought Rachel would be a perfect fit for this podcast and I'm gonna tell you four of them. Just listen to the interview and it will make sense. So number one, I believe we need to have clarity when it comes to English learning or language learning in general. What do we want to reach? We need to think it through and then make the most possible things to reach your goal or our goal. Basically, just stick to your plan. Number two, we shouldn't compare ourselves to others when it comes to our speaking skills. Better compare yourself with your older ego. And I struggle a lot with this, by the way. <laughs> Number three, even if you are an introvert, because you have to know that I consider myself an introvert. There's no excuse when it comes to learning the language. Rachel is an introvert and she's a super communicator. She mastered many, many languages. She managed to move abroad many times and could integrate herself into the culture, immerse herself into the language. And number four, Rachel is very passionate about many things and she is so determined about it. So I think we all could learn something from her. And now, without any further ado, let's head to our interview. Oh, I almost forgot. If you want to read along while listening, head over to my YouTube channel. There will be English subtitles in it. So I'm Rachel Smets, S-M-E-T-S. I am a native Belgian, but I haven't lived there for 20 years. I've been living abroad in many countries. And now I'm sitting literally in the Netherlands, but I'm usually traveling the world with now with the COVID, it's just a bit impossible. Um, my background, oh my gosh, where do I start? I guess I can start when I was, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it the nutshell version. Don't worry, I'm not going to make it too long for you guys. But so I'm, I started moving abroad when I was in my early 20s and I just had this I don't know. I just wanted to experience it. And I just didn't want to live a life of living in the same town, the same, you know, my parents are like very, very conservative, like the same town, the same place, the same house, like all of their lives. And I'm more like, oh, no, I want to explore, right? I want to explore other people, other cultures, other, you know. And um, like you, I mean, I know a lot of people won't believe this, but I'm definitely an introvert and definitely shy. So um, even if I'm a public speaker and doing TEDx and authors and, you know, all of these things, but I am. I am still an introvert and I'm doing all of what I'm doing because I have a message to share, right? And that's where I focus on. Just like when you're doing a podcast, you have something to share. You want to reach people. 
and so that's my mission as well and so yeah other than that i've um so i've been moving abroad had different jobs i was in the corporate world climbed the corporate ladder i hated every minute of it <laughs> and so i <laughs> was able to i just i had a dream like i want to travel the world i want to have the freedom freedom is the highest value for me i want freedom to do what i want when i want where i want so i want i want a laptop lifestyle I want to have my laptop, be an entrepreneur and just do what I love and help people. So my big mission in life is just help people. And so I was in corporate stuck and I just had this dream and I thought, you know what, if you can dream it, you can create it. And it's it's not just a quote, it's true. If you can dream something, you can make it. If you can dream, the person who dreamed of a telephone created the telephone. The person who dreamed about the chair you're sitting on, it's been created because it, it starts from a dream. It starts from a thought. So anyway, long story short, I was able to quit my corporate and now I am traveling the world and I am doing what I love. And it doesn't happen overnight, but that's exactly the steps that I'm teaching people now to take. It's to really achieve your dream. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. But ask away, <laughs> ask me in a nutshell. Yeah, that is a beautiful story. And I think also when it comes to, to learning a language, we should dream our life. You, you know, we should go for it and not being scared, talking mm -hmm. and, and, and stuff like it happened with me because I didn't talk that much. But we should always step out of our comfort zone. I yeah, mean. <laughs> the growth. I mean, life starts outside of the comfort zone. And for me, like moving abroad, coming from a family who never travels and moves. I mean, yes, it was definitely out of my comfort zone, but that's how I became who I am today by always, always stepping out of my comfort zone, always pushing it. Because if you stay in your comfort bubble, I call it a bubble, you just, you know, everything will stay the same and nothing will change. So if you want to change something, look, the thing is, what I say is like, some people, they stay in their same job their, the whole life, their whole life. And that's fine. If they like what they're doing, that's fine. If you like your little bubble and you're happy with the same house, the same friends, the same people around you, I'm happy for you. But if you want to change, you have to change. And the only way to change is to step out of your comfort bubble. Yeah, exactly. And we shouldn't compare ourselves to others. <laughs> well, that's why I did a TEDx talk literally don't compare yourself but be the best version of you i can talk about that for hours exactly <laughs> you don't have to compare yourself yeah no not at all we will because... come to that in a minute okay rachel you are a youtuber you are a blogger well you you have conducted several ted talks you are a cross-cultural trainer but why don't you have a podcast? <laughs> uh, probably I should. Um, but yeah, YouTube is taking most of my time and I just I'm dedicated to YouTube and I chose YouTube as my main platform to, you know, do my thing and to speak my truth and to inspire people. And I'm just going to stick to it. Um, podcasting. Yeah, I, I guess so. But it just you know how much work it is. And it's just no, I just I don't yeah. want to. I want to I don't want to overwhelm myself so yeah I stick to YouTube. Yeah, it's much wiser to stick to to one media or to to have yeah. at least a focus on on several things. Yeah. And so do you consider yourself a clarity coach? Yes. Yes. I definitely consider myself a clarity coach because that's what I help people with. It's the clarity and it's the clarity in clarity in who you are and who you want to become. And for a lot of people, they have a lot of ideas and they don't know where to start or they have no idea at all what they want to do. 
they know they want to change their life, but they sometimes are not sure how or what. And then I help them, you know, like, okay, figure it out, like figure out, like, who are you? What is it that you really want? And sometimes there is too many ideas. And then I help them figure out, okay, what's the best way forward? I'm not saying you have to have one idea, okay? Because I'm a multi-passionate. Like you saw, I I have many things and I I hate it. And people are like, oh, you have to choose one thing. No, you don't. You know, you can do, you can do your podcast. You can have your job. You can have, you know, several things and several, you know, income streams. And I think that's, that's, but obviously it doesn't have to be overwhelming. That's again, why I choose. No, I don't, I'm not ready for podcasts because I don't want to overwhelm myself. I want to, it has to be fun. You know, you have to put your energy into the things that you know you can put your energy into. Okay. And how can we imagine these sessions? I mean, are these long-term related or, or are these yeah. a few sessions or um, no, definitely. it depends yeah. on the person? It does. I mean, sometimes people are like already achieving so many things and it just, they just lack like a little confidence boost or a little, you know, clarity here or there, a little push. And then I'm saying like, well, you know what, let's just work together for two months and you're good to go, right? I mean, sometimes people, they have already achieved a lot, so it's not needed to go further. But if you really want to have a real long lasting change, you know that as well. You can't just change overnight. You can't just make something happen and shift your mindset you know, within a few weeks, it doesn't happen like that. On average, I work with people for six months. Sometimes I I have clients who stay with me for a year, but it's really because I'm constantly with them. I'm a very committed coach. I don't have, I don't like to have a whole bunch of clients. I want to be very committed. So my clients can always contact me 24 seven because it's sometimes we create, I'm a very action oriented, result oriented coach. So it's like, okay, we have a call. These are your action steps because I want to see results. I don't want to just talk, talk, talk. I want you to have results, but this is the action. This is what you do. And then three days later, they're like, Rachel, I don't know. You know, I'm not so sure. And, and wait, this person said that, and now I'm disappointed. And then I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's do that. So I'm always, always available, always between calls, between coaching calls. So yeah. So on average six months um, to really create a change because the people I typically help are in a job and they want to grow their side hustle or start from scratch, you know, a new business. So it's really the transition from your job into starting that entrepreneur. And if you don't do it the right way with the right steps, then either you get overwhelmed, you get burned out or you stay stuck. (laughs) So, you know, I don't want any of that. (laughs) Did you by any chance had a a customer who wanted to become an English teacher or... (laughs) something related to to language learning uh, or teaching no um i have let's see i have people who are in a job who want to be a career coach a business coach but not language coach no not language no 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 not okay yet. i see not because yet. daniel you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in, in my case, I learned about different stories from people that I interviewed or that I came into contact with them, that they are about to become an English teacher. And, and these people are non-native English speakers. So this is quite inspiring to me to hear something like that. And I can imagine that you also and learn about your success stories, I mean, about your um, customers. It must be really beautiful to see then, let's say, in, in three years, what they actually reached. 
also thanks to you or totally. also because you supported them. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be three years. I think in one year you can do, you know, change so much. And when you talk about language teaching, I was one. I was a language teaching. And um, Daniel, I don't know if you know, but English is my third language. You know, English is definitely not my first. It's my third I mean, it's possible. That's what I'm, I, I really want your listeners to realize that if you want something, you can achieve it. Okay. Um, it's, I mean, all of my YouTube is really about, you know, the motivation and inspiration because I really come from a place where, like I said, I'm, you know, shy, conservative, no changes, you know, straightforward. We have to, you know, do a job and earn money and blah, blah, blah. And I, I just changed completely. And so my dream was to be completely free and have the laptop lifestyle. So where did I start, Daniel, is by teaching languages. Because that's like the easiest thing you can do to earn money online. Because I was Googling like how to earn money online, how to earn money online, you know, because that's what I wanted to do. And so I started tutoring languages in the evening and in the weekends. That's what I did. And so that was the easiest thing to earn money. So ask me anything about that. I mean, I can, <laughs> it's... Uh, and which languages you taught um you teach most of it was let me think i did a lot of french um some dutch and some english but a lot was french yeah and and here's this again you like I, i have no degree okay i have no degree in language teaching i have no degree in, in tsl or ets or all of that nothing it's just If you, again, like I'm passionate about it. I, I, I teach conversational languages. I'm, I'm not, for me, learning a language, it's about making conversations with people. And I don't care if you write a D or a T or a E, you know, or double E, you know, I mean, yes, of course I know how to do it, but I'm just saying that's not the priority. The priority is to make a conversation because, you know, when I was living abroad or when I'm traveling, I want to make conversations. I want to ask my way around. I want to ask directions. I want to, you know, I want to talk to people. So the priority is conversation. And once you know how to have a little bit of a conversation, you will understand the grammars so much easier. Whereas most schools are like, oh, the grammar. And what happens is that when you're stuck in the grammar and the spelling, you're so afraid to talk because you're so afraid to make a mistake. That's what, ha that's what I saw all the time. And that's what happened. You know, that's why I'm like, no, I, wanna, I just want to talk. I made like a ton of mistakes, but that's how I learned. I hope that makes sense. So, yeah, that makes absolutely sense. What topics do you go about or did you go about with your students? Um, it, I always, always, always adapted to my students. So um, one was a, a lawyer. So it was about, you know, topics about lawyer things and clients and whatever he was working on. Uh, it could be about really anything about a hobby, about whatever. I want to make conversations with what my clients need. Like, is it to travel and to ask directions? Is it for your work? One had a relationship. She was in love with a Dutch guy. So she wanted to, you know, meet his family and talk Dutch. And so It was conversations, you know, about meeting family and just, you know, regular. It really depends. I never earned a lot with it because these these are the things that earn so little. If you go online to all these platforms and, you know, it really, it was for me, a really a way into the online world and a way to, you know, see yeah. if I could earn money online. It was the proof that I could. But I got so many requests from students to teach them because I was, um, I was putting myself in their shoes and talking about topics that were of their interest. Not of what I obligated them to do, but really of their interest. 
And so that's what they loved. You know, it wasn't like uh, obligated grammar, spelling or that kind of thing. It's just really conversations that was helpful to them. And was it the way you learned your target languages by taking conversation yeah. classes? Uh, yes. I never took classes. <laughs> I never took classes. And the tips that I can um, give for people to learn languages is, is the way I did it was conversations with local people. So, you know, like I said, I, I moved abroad. I arrived in a new country and I just talked to local people all the time. And I made a ton of mistakes, but that's how I learned. And yes, I had, of course, the a little book, you know, of these basic language, you know, verbs and, and vocabulary, because you have to know some vocabulary. So yes, I studied at home, you, you know, basic. And then I went on and I talked to local people. Yeah, that sounds great. And which are the languages that you are fluent? I'm fluent in, um, well, Dutch, French, English, German, Spanish, um, Italian and I just came back from Portugal and I was doing pretty well <laughs> I was doing pretty well people understood me because of the mix of every other language but I wouldn't dare to say I'm, I'm fluent but I can make a conversation now let's head to our next topic which is TED Talks because you conducted several TED Talks mm -hmm. and as I mentioned before in in my opinion it is really crucial also to not compare ourselves mm -hmm. to others and one TED talk was yeah. called stop comparing yeah. be the best of you yes which I, I really loved because I myself struggle a lot with that mm -hmm. and I even made an episode out of it on episode 21 don't compare yourself and still sometimes I <laughs> I, I still compare myself mm. automatically with others I don't know why <laughs> because you're a human being we're all human beings and it's just natural it's a natural instinct you know we um it's it's a natural instinct to you know you were born as an infant you're looking at your parents and you're kind of imitating what they're doing because that's how they teach you to behave and to you know eat and drink and all of that so it's a natural instinct and especially now these days with social media you, you know you scroll down social media and you see all yeah. these pictures and beautiful careers and beautiful holidays and pictures and bodies and i don't know what i mean how can you not compare right i mean it's 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 really, um, that's why there's so much damage, if you want, you know, from the social media, if you're not strong enough to realize, hold on a second, I'm scrolling down, but it, this is, this is not reality. This is not real life. Like if I post something on social media, I'm on social media all the time because that's my life. You know, it's like, so, and when I make videos, I'm not going to be in my pajamas. No, I mean, I make myself up and I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I make it look good, but it, It's, it's it's not every day, every second, every minute that it, that 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 everything that life is rosy and and shiny, right? So, if we scroll around social media, people are showing their best, and it's so important to remember, like people are always showing their best, but they're hiding their mess. But you know, everybody has good and bad days. Everybody. So you can compare yourself of the outside image that they portray, but you don't know everything to it. And it's I realized that, and that's why. I used to compare myself as well, you know, and then until until I really realized that everyone has to put effort into what they achieve and that everyone has, you know, good and less good days and that everyone has struggles and that everybody puts effort into it and that there is no such thing as, oh, you're so lucky. Luck is a loser's word. And I learned that from Gary Vee. I was on, do you know Gary Vee? Do you follow him? 
I was on his. He, I was. Has he a podcast as yeah, well? He's, I think. Yeah, yeah. You should. Yeah. You should really listen to him. He's um. He's he's amazing. And I was on his live show, and so we were talking about luck and luck and luck. And he's like, luck is a loser's word, and it is because there is no such thing <laughs> as luck. I mean, yes, if you put in the effort then obviously opportunities come to me as well. Why? Because I've been putting in all the effort, right? But the TEDx talk, it doesn't just fall out from the sky. No, you know, it's connections, it's networking. Mm -hmm. It's And then mm -hmm. suddenly, yes, yeah, somebody's like, hey, Rachel, there's a spot, you know. Am I lucky? No, I put in the effort. Um, but yeah, so comparing yourself is you comparing yourself to the, you compare your inner self because that's what happens, right? You compare your, your inner your inner self image to the outside of, of somebody else. And that's where there is, there is, it's like comparing apples and oranges, right? It's like, what are you doing here? You're comparing the outside image, you know, picture, view, whatever, with your inside confidence, self image, trust, belief. No, it just doesn't make sense. So whenever, like you said, Daniel, you're still doing it, but the difference now with you is that you're aware of that. You are aware that you're yeah. doing it. And once you're aware of it, you can say, stop, just stop, just stop it. And hey, I am unique. I have my own gifts. I have my own talents. And here I am doing this podcast the best way that I am. And you're doing better than yesterday and better than last week. And you're bettering yourself all the time. So compare yourself to yourself. That's all you need to do. Yeah, exactly. And, and maybe I should get inspired yes. by others. That's what and, I say, and yeah. My, and improving myself. Yes. So making it a, a positive thing instead, instead of a negative thing. Absolutely. Always turn yeah. it positive. And that's the thing that I say in my TEDx talk as well. It's like, it's okay to look to other people. Obviously, I have my inspiration from others as well. So it's okay to look at other people, but do it in a sense of inspiration and not of, oh, they have that and I don't. So I'm a nobody. No, they have that. So can I. Here I am showing up. Right? That's a big yeah, difference. absolutely. My Flume podcast is brought to you by the Vocab Man. So I urge you to check it out. And I won't take no for an answer, guys. But you don't take no for Welcome back to the Vocab Man. I am Daniel Goodson and guess what? Today we will be covering the phrase to take no for an answer. Rachel Doss, who authorized that? Get Crane down there right now. Do not take no for an answer. Call Dr. Lehman. Tell him we'll need our own assessment on the judge's desk by morning. So check my other podcast out now. And now let's get back to the interview. And you are also an, an author. Mm -hmm. And I had a look at the book, Awaken Your Confidence. Mm -hmm. So this was your first book. Yes. And I, I found that quite interesting. You were on a podcast called American Slacker Podcast mm -hmm. about a year ago. And there you mentioned something like that you used to be very shy oh, yes. and that there was a time when you yep. were not talking at all. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that self-confidence is something that can be learned. Yes. And the interesting thing is for me also that you conducted different interviews and you made a book out of it. And mm -hmm. maybe you could tell something about that, yeah. about the process and how, how you could learn something and, yeah. and get better 
yeah, self. Sure. Um, I, I wrote the book because I learned that confidence is a skill that you can learn. And that's, again, it's not something, you know, I used to just like comparing yourself, right? I used to think like, oh, they're so confident and they have it all and I, I don't, right? And so I thought, okay, that's it. You know, I, I'm just, you know, I'm a nobody. I'm not good enough. And so I, I, I started digging into it and studying it and learning. And what I found is that, especially through all the interviews, is that there's a common theme. And they all said, I wasn't born with confidence. I had to step out of my comfort zone. I had to learn. I had to grow my confidence. And for me, I also learned it. And that's the message I'm giving in the book is that, and I'm giving 11 hacks of how to actually grow your confidence because I've been through all of that. Like, like I said, I, I didn't have confidence. I felt like I'm not good enough. I didn't speak up in the class. I was in the back of the class. I was afraid of what people would think of me. I was afraid to say something, even as an adult in a meeting at, at corporate, you know, like, oh, what if I ask a dumb question? Everybody's going to laugh at me. Like I was so like, really, I had no confidence and yeah, shy and introvert. And I know People have a hard time believing that because I'm doing YouTube, I'm doing speaking, I'm doing all of this, but I do this because I have a message to share. But in the end of the day, I'm still an introvert. I love being on my own. I spent Christmas alone. I love it. I'm behind my computer doing my admin. I loved it. That was my Christmas day. And I'm not afraid of saying that. I, I love it. I don't have family in this country. So yeah, this is me and I'm, you know, or I'm traveling on my own. So again, that's another topic because I think being alone is just, it has a lot of benefits. You know, you shouldn't be alone and lonely i just did a video on that on youtube as well but anyway so going back to um confidence i learned that all of these people you know again a lot of them appear confident doesn't mean that if you appear confident you're all that confident within that's one thing that you have to remember the other thing is that they had to learn to grow the skill it's just like i always say it's like going to the gym you don't go to the gym once come out like all muscled and toned after one one session at the gym no you have to go back and back and back and you have to take action over and over and over and it's the same thing with confidence right so you have to step out of your comfort zone over and over and over right until you feel comfortable and that's how you boost your confidence like your first your first podcast it was like oh my gosh it's so scary and this and that and i'm struggling and yeah. i'm you know maybe you spend like hours doing for one episode and then you edit it a million times you know to, to get one episode but then you get better and better and better and your your confidence is growing into doing podcasts right it's the same thing when you go to school the first time you step onto the plane the first time the first time it's scary but you overcome that fear and you get confident and more and more confident so with everything that you want to do, like, do you want to stand on a stage for public speaking? Then, you know, the way I started, like, do it first in front of the mirror. Then you do it in front of one person, then about in front of two friends, then in front of 10 people. And then, you know, you grow like that and you get more and more confident. It's like being afraid of heights. You know, you go onto the first floor of a building, look outside, it's all terrifying and scary. You know, you, you're afraid of elevator, afraid of, you, you know, but you're not gonna, it's like, it's like this mountain, right? You know, you want to reach the top, but the top is way too far. It's way too scary. But if you break it down into small steps and you climb a hill, then it's doable, right? And every time you climb a hill, you boost your confidence, right? But nothing will happen if you don't do anything, okay? So the 
just to summarize a few really important hacks to grow your confidence, it's, it's that taking small steps all the time. It's to step out of your comfort zone, small bits all the time. It's to overcome your fear by doing that, like really challenge it and shake hands with your fear and go towards it and don't just sit back. And one big, big, big one is also surround yourself with the right people. That's a huge confidence hack. What I mean by that is that when I was surrounded by the people, like especially family, I did a, I did, I did a video. I need to, I need to, show, you need to look it up. And it's like the crab, um, the crab mentality. It's a video I have on my YouTube and it's, um, you know, you know how to catch crabs, Daniel, they, no. <laughs> they put all the crab in a bucket and they don't put a lid <laughs> oh. they don't put a lid on the bucket you know why you know <laughs> why they, they don't put a lid on the bucket and the crabs will not escape the bucket because <laughs> it's the crab mentality and the crab family what they do is if one crab tries to climb out of the bucket and tries to escape the bucket then the rest of the crabs and the family they're like they pull them back like stay here yeah. we're not escaping so you're not escaping either right? So we're not, you know, we're stuck. So you stay stuck too. So, and that's what happens a lot of time with your loved ones and your family. They, they keep you stuck because mm -hmm. they love you. They love you and they want to keep you safe. Like stay here in this bucket. It's safe here. Stay here in your comfort zone. It's safe here. But if you want to change something, you need to step out. You need to escape from that bucket. And that means surround yourself by people who motivate you, who inspire you, who push you. Right. Yeah, and that makes sense. When I was surrounding myself with other public speakers and when I wanted to write a book, I started talking to authors. When I wanted to do a TEDx talk, I started to talk with TEDx talkers and speakers. When I wanted to create my website, I was looking for other people. You know, when I want to travel the world and be a laptop lifestyle, I started to talking to those kind of. So always like what you want to achieve, go and surround yourself with those people. You know, that's that's yeah. what will push you. If I would talk to my mom every day, all day, I would stay so stuck. You have no, I love my mom to bits, but she's like, no, 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 stay safe, stay safe. Don't do anything. Right. So, yeah, it's super important. You need to share the link with me so that I can put it on the show notes. Okay, I will. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fun video. And yeah. Do you remember the very first interview you conducted for your book? Were you nervous? Probably. Yeah, maybe a little bit. But at the, yeah, because I was already studying confidence so much. And because, you know, I, for me, my confidence came when I started living abroad. Like I moved away from my family. I moved away from all of, you know, all of what I know. I moved into the unknown. I'm a woman alone. So doing all of that, I crossed so many fears that I really had a boost in my confidence. So, Yeah. I, I already had a good boost in my confidence before I wrote the book, but then writing the book and doing all okay. the interviews gave okay. me even more insight. Yeah. That, yeah. But how did you pick the interviewees? Oh, um, I made sure to have a good mix of people that are successful. And when I say successful, successful is different for everyone. Okay. So um, that's why one of them was a very, very famous public speaker. Another one, uh, a very famous best-selling author. I had really, really a good mix of uh, one is a housewife, but being successful in her online business, um, you know, working from home. So, you know, I had a really, really good mix of, of people that, you know, appear very confident and very successful, but just so that everybody who reads it, could relate to you know one or more stories yeah i see 
So maybe let's head to the more language learning specific questions because yes. I'm really wondering, you were living in various countries. Yes. And so was it always your goal to become fluent and to reach a certain level? Or, or, or was it important to being able to have conversations with other people? Yeah, I think the second, I, 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 I didn't move countries to learn a language. I moved countries because it's for me, it gives me the sense of freedom of being able to move to another country. And like at the time I was looking for a job, like I, I needed a job, like now I'm an entrepreneur and I just need my laptop and I can work from anywhere. But at the time I was, you know, an employee and I just needed to look for a job or otherwise I couldn't pay the bills. And um, so I, I applied you know, I kind of let destiny decide. Like I applied, I think the first, the very first time I applied in, in London, in Monaco, in France, in Mallorca, in Spain, and in Curaçao. And, um, and I got accepted in Curaçao and in Spain at the same time. And then I went, I went everywhere. I traveled to do the interview because um, I wanted to see like, hey, is this place I would want to live? And then I decided on uh, Mallorca, Spain. So I kind of let it, the job kind of decide. And then, um, so that's how I did it. Yeah. And then obviously I, I became fluent while, while I was there. And what were the greatest obstacles in terms of learning a new language? Is there a specific area you consider yourself weaker or is there something that comes to mind which was really difficult for you or um, nothing specific? To be honest, no. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm very passionate about languages because I, I make it fun to learn. Like the people that I have been teaching in the past or that, you know, talk about languages and they're like, oh, you know, it's so hard. Just the fact that you think it's hard makes it hard. Mm. <laughs> and I make it light in my head. I'm like, oh, it's fun. You know, yes, I'm struggling, but it's fun. It's exciting. I make mistakes. So what? I'm learning, right? And I always see it as something light and fun. And so, um, you know, that's why I, I don't see it as an obstacle at all. And, and, and again, people are mostly afraid because of being afraid of making mistakes. And I always say, like, I never make the same mistake twice. I make it five or six times just to make sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that is great. <laughs> yeah. Make mistakes. I like, I'm pleased. Like I encourage people make mistakes. You're not going to learn if you don't make a mistake. You know, if you don't, if you never fall, you can't get back up. It's just, you have mm -hmm. to make mistakes. So make it light, make it fun. I, I can give you some tips that I gave people to learn languages easily if you want. Yes, sure, sure. Um, because it's not always possible to talk to local people. Obviously, you don't have to move abroad to be able to learn a language. But what helped me most is all day, like several silly things, okay? It's like um, turn on the TV in the language that you want to learn. Like if it's Spanish, then turn on a Spanish channel and just leave it on all day, all evening. And I wasn't watching TV. I'm, I'm never a big TV fan, but I let it play so that in the background, you always hear that language. And then when I watched a movie, I would watch it in, I would do either one. Either I watch it in the language I want to learn with the English subtitles or the other way around. I put it in an English language and I put, uh, I don't know, Italian or, or, or Spanish language um, subtitles. Um, 
then I would, um, you know, radio, songs, music, just as long as you constantly, it works on your subconscious mind. You know, that's the whole idea behind it. So definitely, definitely do that. What I also did was I put my whole um, email in the language I wanted to learn, you know, like the, the send, answer, reply, like all yeah. of the, I mean, your, your whole email, you can change the language settings. And so in the beginning, it's like, whoa, shit, like, sorry, but mm. like, what is this? And, <laughs> but, but you're so used to it in your own language. So then you change it. So you still know where the send button is. You still know where the reply button is, but you'll just, you'll get so used to that new language. And these are very simple things, you know, put your phone into the new language, like, because you know where to hit what buttons to touch, but you just, you'll see it in a new language. So you'll automatically be forced to, to learn that, that language. Um, what else? What else? Um, read uh, um, children's books, you know, like the easiest, you know, they learn, they learn a language and they learn, they learn their own language with like really, so really simple children's books, um, newspapers, uh, magazines, you know, magazines or fashion magazines or living magazines or things that, that you love, like pick whatever hobby you have, buy a magazine in that language and just start reading um, because you see the pictures and then you can automatically pick up some words. So, yeah. And what about specific apps for your mobile phone? Yeah, well, I guess that's the way to do it these days, but I haven't never, I've never used it. But I'm sure, I'm sure you know more about that. I'm just, I'm just kind of the, uh, I mean, I am, I am, it's really funny. I am digital um, totally, but um, I don't know. I just always like these old fashioned, just, yeah, taking papers and talking to people and doing this. Yeah. I think there are a lot of ways to learn and improve and only because it's on an app doesn't mean that we, we learn faster. I guess one more thing. It's always a, a matter of how do you say of your um philo not philosophy of your mindset yeah, and yeah. Uh, consistency. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's an app or if it's a newspaper. Except you have to find what works for you. Like for me, another the last thing I'm going to say is I'm I'm just thinking like uh, three months ago I was going to Portugal and I thought I need to know Portuguese, and so I found this podcast, um, learn Portuguese, and so. I'm very busy, like all day I have calls, I have meetings, I have interviews, I have, I'm always busy. So what I do is I every day I go to the gym or I'm on my bike going to the gym. And so every minute that I had between walking from my house to the gym or walking to the grocery store, or, you know, any, any spare time that I had, I put the podcast on. And so I learned yeah. a ton, like every day at least, you know, half an hour to an hour I was listening like every minute I I, I never let a minute and and you know um just go by right so so that's another way if you don't have it I love that one yeah. because I am a podcast lover so. yeah there you go there you go <laughs> yeah so before we wrap this episode up I want to mention two things so first off I want to thank you very much for your time and sharing your wisdom to our listeners And of course, I will put the links to the yes. different sources we mentioned yes. in the show notes. Also, I want to thank you for all the content that you are putting out there. You also inspired me already. I really like the way you share your thoughts. Maybe you want to share some words or do you want to tell us where we can find yes. you 
Um, yep, I can. Um, I'm very easy to find if you can spell my name. It's Rachel Smets, S-M-E-T-S. So Rachel Smets, S-M-E-T-S. And I am, uh, if you type my name in Google and my website is rachelsmets.com, I think the best place to find me is YouTube. If you go to YouTube and you type in my name, Rachel Smets, you find my channel. And below every video, you'll find all my links to my Facebook group, to my Facebook, to my LinkedIn, to, you know, everything. So everything is in the description below every single video. And yeah, if you have a question or a comment or just, you know, reach out to me, send me a message anywhere on social or below my videos. And I'm, I'm super happy to help. And there's one quote that I like, and that's just, I already gave a lot, like, you know, your thoughts and your dreams and you can do it and all of that. But um, life changes and so can you. And I want to repeat that life changes and so can you. So if you want to change, really. I love that yeah. one. Yeah. You can. Really great. Yeah. Thank you very much, Thank Rachel. You, Daniel. Thank you. Thanks, Daniel. Great. Have a nice day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much for sticking until the end, guys. I am very happy about that. And before you go, I just wanted to show you an excerpt of Rachel's video with Gary Wee, one that she mentioned in the interview. So have a good one. Bye. I have to add that I used to be super shy, low, low, low self-confidence, and I taught myself everything. So that's the message I want to bring out in my YouTube content and everything is like, you guys, you can learn it. You know, you can learn this confidence. I was there. I, to, I yeah, was there. Yeah. Everything that you talk about, the mindset, the positivity, I created this life for me. I'm able to travel, not because I'm lucky. No, because I created, because if my thoughts make... create my reality. Yeah. There's, there's so, no luck. There's circumstances and execution. There's no absolutely, luck. Absolutely. Luck, luck is a loser word. There's yeah. circumstances and there's, you know, execution. Now, of course, yeah. you know, of course there's circumstances and maybe luck and circumstances are the same word, but like, no question. Like you can make so much happen for yourself. And if you're defeated by it's already been written, then you're not going to do anything.